Welcome to Trust Matters, the podcast, where Charles H. Green, CEO of Trusted Advisor Associates and co-author of the best-selling book, The Trusted Advisor, answers your questions and offers wisdom on how to build stronger relationships with clients and colleagues. Hi, it's Charlie Green again, together with our host, Jason Gluskin. Jason, I hear we've got someone wondering about my old profession of management consulting. Hey, Charlie. So Randy writes in to say, Mr. Green, I suspect you've heard this question a bunch before. I'm at a mid-career inflection point. I spent 15 years in a large, reputable B2B tech company as a product and go-to-market leader. I'm under no immediate pressure, but for a variety of reasons, I want to leave my existing employer. And my question is, do I start looking at other firms in my field, or should I actually consider becoming a consultant? I know what door number one looks like, but I don't really know what it means to move into consulting. I've contracted with and managed outside consultants before my career. What I'm attracted to is what looks to me like intellectual freedom, the variety of work, and the opportunity to drive my own small business. I know I'm bright enough. Of course, I know a lot about the industry and have some contacts. My question is, is it enough to be an experienced subject matter expert in order to go into consulting? I suppose there's some tricks to the trade, but I don't really know what they are. Any advice on how to go about making this decision and how to be successful if I do decide to proceed? Thank you. Randy, you're right. A lot of us face this decision. And you're right. There are some tricks of the trade, but that phrase trivializes the move you're thinking about making. Let me try and add some context for you to put your decision in a broader perspective. I myself spent 20 years in a general management consulting firm and another 20 advising consultative professions. I saw a lot of people come into consulting at mid-career, just like you, and I'd like to point out four things you need to think about. Uh, first, actually, one option you didn't mention, which was the decision to go solo versus joining an existing firm. It's a big difference. The challenges of constantly having to balance business development and delivery as a solo consultant are significant. Still, I'm not going to go deep on that because you didn't mention it. So let's dive into your question. First, you're very much alone in solo consulting. You really have no boss. If you join a firm, it's a project business, more like Hollywood than like your bank or a tech firm. And going solo, well, that one's obvious. You, you truly have no boss. Second, consulting is a lot more than subject matter expertise. That's jacks for openers, table stakes. You'll never know more than your client except in the one area of your expertise, and you'll need to learn a lot more about that. Subject matter expertise is quickly communicated. If that's all you have to sell, your projects will be short, your rates low, and your competition stiff. Related to that, number three, it's actually not what you know that counts. It's knowing what you don't know and being comfortable with the ambiguity that suggests. That leads to my one big picture take on consulting. David Meister, my co-author on The Trusted Advisor, used to say, the problem is never what the client said it was in the first meeting. He was right. If all you are is a protein database, you can easily be replaced by AI. And that's a lot more real threat these days than it was even just five years ago. The real value a consultant brings is in helping the client refine and define the true problem facing the client. The best problem definition not only suggests the right solution, but it maximizes the value of a solution as well. And most importantly, it involves the client so that they have their fingerprints on it as well as yours. That's what's key to getting buy-in to your solution, to getting them to actually accept it and implement it. The art of good problem definition starts with your first client contact, certainly the first client meeting. And it is an art because it draws on more than expertise. 
It draws on great people skills, an ability to forge trust with the client, and a strong enough ego that you're comfortable living with areas outside your particular area of expertise. Mastering the art of collaborative problem definition is something like two-thirds of the job of consulting. Get it right, and you'll have no problem getting sales as well as great client satisfaction. Get it wrong, and you'll be relegated to the role of subject matter expert forever, with the value of that expertise declining over time. Randy, this is obviously an important decision for you. I'll reach out personally to see if you want to chat more about it one-on-one. I'd be happy to provide more more, uh, perspective so you can make it a good decision. You've been listening to the Trust Matters Podcast with Charles H. Green. Send us your questions about trust, relationships, and business at podcast at trustedadvisor.com. And visit trustedadvisor.com for tons of free articles, videos, and more.